Hello, welcome to Misadventures, a Gloomhaven podcast brought to you by Game Republic Radio. This episode contains spoilers for scenario number five, scenario number 10, and scenario number 21. This episode also contains spoilers for class number 15. Please enjoy responsibly. So there we were, not believing what we were seeing. We finally gazed upon the grandeur of the sun demon. Things are about to wrap up for our uh, brute companion. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Misadventures. Good to have you back with us. Uh, do a quick round of introducing the party poopers, as always. My name is Casey. I'm playing Etu the Brute. I am Herd Nerfer, the scoundrel, and I am Garrett. I am Skip. I'm playing the Sawbones DJ Bloodright. And I'm Steve. I'm playing as the Savas Craghart, Loquacious James. Yeah, so um, this so, is your second session playing with Loquacious. Is that right, Steve? Uh, I think so. I think, yeah, yeah I, pulled them like half, I pulled them halfway through the last one, I believe. Yeah, so we're really yeah. going to kick the tires on them tonight. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, at the beginning, you were listing the scenarios that were going to be spoiled. Scenarios 5, 10, and 21. Yep. Scenario 5, that sounds like something we could have done early on. We could have. That is the second thing we could have possibly done <laughs> in the yeah. entire game. Um, All those sunbeams you were looking for, huh? Yes, yeah. the most elusive beasts. I mean, uh, as long as you run right away there. from them. So, so we yeah, might not have had the, we might not have had the brute that lo- that long after all, huh? If we I just mean, we could have retired session two or three at the most. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I I could have. Uh, I think f- four. I think four scenarios in, I could have potentially retired. Instead, we're on like, oh, we're thirty. Something, like, something that. like that. Yeah, but I mean, that, that gave you a chance to spend some time with them, get to know them really well. I'm not complaining. I loved my time with the brute, and we are riding off into the sunset with him tonight. So it's the only one that reached level nine, <laughs> right? So far, yeah, yep. Um. So yeah. So how do we get into this whole mess? Right. So we decided we had just finished up a bit of a quest line. We decided we'd go try out a few things we may be left behind and uh the ruinous crypt was one of them we had found a note in the very first dungeon about some cult activities oh and actually i think we did scenario four and then that less so i guess we could have done this the third third scenario but uh yeah so we all right so there's some crypt stuff going on there's some places of power that some cults have been messing with and we're finally getting around to actually investigating that yeah and, and i'm pushing so we, hard to do the scenario because i'm like oh my god cultists you know work yep. on my life goal Oh, that's right. You need cultists for your life goal. There's bound to be tons of cultists, yeah. and you're bound to get the kills for all of them, right? Right. <laughs> all right. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, we start off at the uh, the ruinous crypt, which is a a nice compact little scenario. Um, we you know we usually have four or five rooms. This one only has three, and we start in the middle room. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we've learned our lessons from the past because <coughs> we didn't try to split up too much. We kind of. Yeah, we kind of handled rooms before we split, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in here we had cultists, which I'm sure Toss will kill all of. <laughs> all two of them. Mm-hmm. Night demons, flame demons, frost demons, all the good stuff. But in the first room, we just had the cultists and the uh, the living spirits, right? Correct. Yes. Yep. 
And they're, oh, sorry, no, cultists and night demons. Night demons, my bad. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, we start in the room with them. There's two cultists, three elite, or two cultists, one uh, one elite cultist and two elite night demons. I feel like we handle this room pretty well. And uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure Herdner for just blitz to the back of the room where the cultists were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I got one of the kills. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I mean, it's a start, right? Yeah. Right. But that's yeah. okay, because the other two rooms are going to be packed full of cultists, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when we're here uh, for cult activity. Right. Yeah. Loquacious James is just here to huck boulders at people, though. And I, he I, was did fully that. Ex- I was fully expecting him to pick up the altar in the middle and throw that, too. I mean, he thought about oh, it, yeah. but he ended up never being next to it. So it didn't work <laughs> out that way. Uh, but yeah, between your hucking boulders and herd stabbing cultists, uh, we handle this room pretty easily. I use the uh, my compass to move one of the night demons across a couple traps, which, you know, they're not real big fans of doing that. And he died pretty quickly. Something else that Loquacious really brought for like the night demon fights is when you're fighting a night demon, you have disadvantage just naturally, right? Yep. Yeah. But... Loquacious's stone attacks are a like a direct damage. There is no like pulling for damage, right? So there is no disadvantage. And really, it also really good against this kind of enemy. Yep. Yes. So fantastic on these night demons. Yeah, this is probably the easiest we've ever had it with night demons. Um, not too not too shabby. And DJ Blood Ride even got into the mix, stabbing into a night demon there for a, for a little while. Yeah, I, I totally switched from a support role since. Uh, we tended to use my med packs to uh, smooth, and <laughs> I think it even changed later. And that someone just started beating them with med packs at some point. So yes, I believe that did yeah. happen. Uh, but yeah, that but first yeah, so we hand- quick. It did. It did. We we took care of business there. We were running like a well-oiled cultist killing machine. Um, let's see. Then we moved into the north room, which had flame demons and some living bones in it. Also had a treasure chest and some nice loot there. Uh, let's see what do we have going on in there. So I, I moved in first, uh, being such higher level than everybody else at this point. That's kind of I mean, you're how also, it usually works. You're also like, a tank, so yeah, yeah. So that combination, I tend to kick in the doors first. Now um, do here. I like how you say now, as if you didn't do it on our very first scenario. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, but now I do it with a little more less dying. Yes, <laughs> whatever whatever verb you want to use there. A much more deliberate time. door kick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, business. That's true. You had um, more equipment this time, too, so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, her moves on to the right side of the room and starts taking out some living bones, probably because there's money over there. Um, oh, yeah. I think it was which, all again, up on that Okay, so, and so, again, flame demons have retaliate, right? And they've, I think they have some shield as well. Mm-hmm. And loquacious hurling rocks doesn't have to deal with that crap. Hell yeah, man. And I'm able to hit it uh, since they're kind of near each other. I can huck these boulders next to them and it affects all adjacent enemies. So I'm doubling mm-hmm. up on damage on anything that targets two or more kind of thing. Just hitting the space next to them. Yep. Uh, so that worked out really well against them. Um, and then what you and her didn't finish off, uh, Etu and DJ Bloodright took care of. And then... Loquacious James gets his first chest. Oh, yeah. You know what was in there? Not explosions? Yeah, it, was, it was just money. I think I'm just better at picking chests than herd. 
I, I mean, you look, you're a bit more discerning. You look at the box, you kind of judge it. I'm what? just like, hey, that's shiny. You well, know? yeah, there's when there's like dynamite strapped to the outside of it, I would think that's more <laughs> obvious, but... No, it just means there's something really good inside. They're trying to keep you out. I guess that's just it's Loquacious really... James, like college education shining through. Oh, here we go with the college again. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's really class warfare. It's really more about the chest opening journey than the the end result. I don't know. I really enjoyed the end result of mine. <laughs> um, Which, by the uh, way, so then, listen, um, just calling back. My life goal as Loquacious James was to make cash money. I believe 200 doing that so, right there yeah, that mm-hmm. definitely helped get paid uh so then we move down to the south room frost demons more living but it's actually the same setup down there uh just with frost demons um yeah, pretty much it was a mirror yep oh but there were still traps at, at the bottom of that door because we use the traps up north to kill the night demons so i went into that room and then jumped back out so the frost demons would come into the traps yep. there um, that also made it closer for everybody else since we're kind of having to move across the whole map. Um, then everybody else caught up to me. There was a, um, I think Loquacious kind of got caught up in his own <laughs> older flesh. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of uh, long distance movement cards, so he, he kind of had to get back through his own maze. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Worked out real well. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the, the demons fell down pretty quickly because of the traps and because everybody was kind of standing there around them. And then, I mean, living bones at this level can only do so much. They just walk kind of um, into our actually, weapons and die. Yeah. Uh, and while you guys were finishing those guys off, I um, I made my way back to the last chest because you guys had this. Yeah. What was in that um, chest? Cash money huh, you're or gold money, whatever weird. you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> so which means we've had a couple good runs on chess so I'm really looking forward to the next time Herd opens one <laughs> I've pretty much given up I, I think I've opened three total and two of them were explosions so I'm done with that shit <laughs> see you learned uh, yeah I did <laughs> so so that wraps up this one there were some cultists in here there were some demons also there happened to be a portal to hell or something in here that the demons came out of so uh, we decided to take a gander into said portal. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a elf. portal there, and it's like, so do you want to go home? Or, hey, there's this portal with, like, the, you know, beasts of hell whispering through it. You could go through there if you wanted. Yeah, man, I could eat. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> sure. I mean, we got, more, we got more demons to kill, man. Etu's all about killing some demons. Um, did, we, did we know so there we, were going to be sun demons through that portal? We did not. We did not. We had seen flame demons. I, I had assumed at this point sun demons didn't exist. Right. It was just a big joke. Like you had the one card you could never accomplish. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we we dive through the portal to go to scenario number 10. Um, the plane of elemental power. The plane of elemental power. And, you know, going through that, I mean, that's a bit of a long trip, right? I mean, you're going to a whole other plane. And we had to eat along the way. So, uh Steve, what was cooking? So this week, uh, we were shaking things up, and me and Skip swapped roles. Uh, Skip did dinner. That's right. This week. Skip, you want to talk about the, what was it, Mexican lasagna you did? Yep. It's uh, Mexican lasagna that um, pretty much, I guess the noodles were swapped out with tortillas, and then for a lot of the sauce, we used uh, just salsa and 
I think it was, was it ground beef? Yeah, it's ground beef and yeah. lots of cheese and beans. So it was just a, it was a pretty decent lasagna. I liked it. I've oh, had yeah, it for it a was fantastic. Yeah, very tasty. Um, I was, I was stretching my, myself and uh, trying to do some dessert this week, going for bananas foster, which I had made plenty of times before. Unfortunately, I overcooked the caramel on this one. You guys seem to think it was okay, but I had to prove myself the next week. But we can get that. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Like bad bananas foster is still better than most other things, right? Like, <laughs> and it wasn't even bad bananas foster. Like the caramel didn't taste wrong; it just hardened. That right, was right. it. it yeah. everything still tasted perfect. The caramel had just hardened. Yeah, but the texture is a big thing, you know. I mean, sure, sure. I mean, Casey seemed to be on board with just complaining about it to get more bananas foster. So, <laughs> yeah, I worked out for everybody. Uh, so yeah, now that we've uh, gone over our food selections for the evening, we can move on to the plane of pa- elemental power, which that does have sun demons. And so that, that's all we had to do, guys. We just had to travel to another plane of existence yeah. to find these. Th- I mean, the obviously, thing, the, the thing's not Casey's not uh, kind of explaining right or, or expressing right is the joy on his face when he was looking <laughs> at the book and seeing the monsters. He goes, oh, oh. Mm, "It was delicious. It was better than anything we ate that night." <laughs> it really was amazing. Like he's like, guys, get out the sun demons. And I think everyone really had a moment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just, so like almost everybody that's retired, it's it's been very clear their retirement's coming up. We're going to go do this thing specifically to get yep. them retired. We're just doing random mission crap, and then they just come out of nowhere. Mm. Like we were kind of, we actually we came here to kill cultures. Yes, yeah. we're trying to get me retired. Like, yep, <laughs> for a second time. Uh, yeah. Um, but no cultists in the second mission. Uh, lots of demons, flame demons, earth demons, sun demons. This was and this was another one. Of the, there's hot coals all over the floor and just about the whole place. Um, only three rooms, so one of them's like two rooms stuck together. It was pretty yeah. big. Um, and yeah, we open up with an earth demon and two flame demons. Which that's great because you've got the Earth Demon HP suck, and then you've got you know the Flame Demon retaliate. <laughs> Wonderful way to start it off. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, the Flame Demons were only uh, normal, yeah. so that that helped because we took care of the Flame Demons first, and then we just had to kind of punch the Earth Demon for a while. And remember, like during all this time, you know we've all retired, you know except for Casey, so and so he is just grossly throwing off the curve. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. They're well above the level we would be fighting otherwise. And so while Casey can go in there and wreck them, like, one-on-one, they can be pretty tough still. Yeah. I mean, so we're fighting level four enemies, and I think the highest level player or a character other than the Brute is, like, five, maybe yep. six. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. That was, it was It was rough. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, we, we handled this first room fairly easily. Um, Etu and her jumped up and did some melee stuff. Loquacious stayed back and did some ranged attacks. He did blood right, going back to a little bit more of a supportive role in this room. This And you kind of have to, right, because we know the retaliate attacks are coming in from yep. the Flame Demons. So. Um, second room, guys. Second room. 
sun demons in that second room. The only thing between me and those sun demons is some earth demons and some hot coals on the floor. So Steve and I are conspiring to get some last hits in and just really ruin, you know. (laughs) Well, like, (laughs) which to be fair, the first one I tried to kill, I got down to one hit. And that's the thing. Like, we knew there were going to be sun demons in the last room. So it was going to be fun to just kind of, like, kill these off so you couldn't get them and then be like, all right, for reals, though, go retire. We exchanged a nod. It was good. Yep. <laughs> but no, I, I I made sure I made sure I got me a sun demon kill in this room by just going up to them and hitting oh, them wait, as much wait, as wait, possible. Back up a little bit, because to be fair, we had the opportunity, but it would have boned us royally to do so. This is true. So we let you have your retirement. I mean, Herd was very selfless through this whole thing. I recall. Oh, yes. I Look, I wasn't going to get in the way of this because I wasn't trying to get my ass kicked at the table. Like, <laughs> uh, Still had a fort nearby from the Bananas right. Foster. It could have gotten, gotten ugly. <laughs> um, I did. Yeah, I mean, I went in there for these, these sun demons and got them, but took a bit of a beating yeah, in the process. It was. It was just. It was hard to move. And then, of course, the the sun demons with their ranged retaliate and stuff are in the very, or the flame demons with the ranged retaliate are in the back, and you got to like fight through the earth mm-hmm. demons up front. It was. It was a rough room. It was just hard to maneuver around. But there's also a bunch of traps that made it hard to get to the uh, flame demons. There might have been a boulder or two showing up. I don't. I don't know who did that, but. <laughs> <laughs> um. Loquacious took a little bit of a hit too after his boulder throwing. DJ Bloodride had to go. Uh, yeah, Loquacious ended up being the front line for a moment there and took a few hits. Yeah. Which normally would be fine because you have tank hit points, but you're at the same level as the things we're fighting, yep. so it's a little less yep. fine. It's um, all good. You had a support guy at that point. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I dropped back into room one, and, and uh, Etu was, was in the second room kind of. Taking stuff on. DJ Blood writes back there, handing out moving attack cards for us. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys know you can use those for healing? Because I, I did that, and it works really good. Uh, it seems like a waste. <laughs> um, and after after you use those for a heal, you got to do some crazy like, hey, I threw all this crap in the room so nobody else can move, and now I'm going to run through it all and destroy it. Yeah, because uh, Loquacious James cleans up after himself, man. <laughs> it's polite. <laughs> Uh, but I think I also ended up clearing one of the traps that's built into the room itself, sort of clearing a path for other people. Yeah, which is quite handy because it was hard to get to the door without going through those. Because I think you had to use uh, a jump to get over the lava the first time or something. Yeah, yeah, almost certainly did. Um, then we all rest up a little bit before we kick into the final room, which is just a huge, huge room. Um, we've got... It was two earth demons up first. Yeah, two earth demons, two sun demons, three flame demons, but in a much bigger space with even more coals on the floor that we had to cross. Uh, so it definitely took more time for us. To, we kind of had to split up the room, right? We had to take a little bit of a strategic role in there. Um, I kind of opened up into the elite earth demons up front because going in first, I knew some of the other demons in the back weren't going to be able to get up close enough to me to deal damage the first round. So I felt like, let's just stay up front and bring them up a little bit closer. Um, Bloodright and Herd nerf are moving after me. Um, then we get some nice shields from Bloodright, which kind of allowed me to move back while you guys started working on the things yeah. up front. Uh, and I think Herd ended up doing some serious damage to that 
stone demon. Yeah, I have gotten pretty good with my rotations to where I can really stack some damage between my items and my cards. Um, then between less letting them pull up and then me kind of getting in position to, to kind of taunt some things over to me, it set up a really nice formation for Loquacious to get again throw boulders. Oh yeah, this this was actually less boulder. This was a uh, like a single ranged attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nice thing was the ranged attack itself had the effect of damaging any adjacent enemies or adjacent allies to the thing I targeted, I should say. And I combined that with yeah. the, I believe it's the volatile bomb card, which lets you turn uh, a single range attack into a, a triple pattern range. So now I target each of the three that are in that pattern, and every time one of them's hit, they're also dealing damage to their neighbors. So it was a nice little combo to, to put a herd on all three of them. It was beautiful. It felt good to do. Uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Uh, and at this point, we had like one demon left to kill. I kill off another sun demon. We have like one demon left to kill. And I think we slowed down just a minute because Herd Nerfer wanted to go get a chest in the back corner yep. of the room. Um, while he's doing that, I play I played the top half of a card I've never played before. It's a loot two. <laughs> Everybody's getting ready to go loot a few things, and I ended up going fashion to everybody else in the turn, and I played a loot two. It took six coins off that loot, Ooh. and it just and like I'm about to retire. I'm about to retire. Loquacious was pissed. <laughs> Because that was, I mean, that was our cleanup round. We're going to go pick all the stuff up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's you yeah, did all the cleanup. Just, yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> feeling real good after you stunned him and killed the band. Uh-huh. Uh, He's just drunk on power. And then, that's right. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we get a chest. And what was in that chest? Was, I actually uh, don't know. Uh, oh, that's right. We did get a cool item out of it. Even though Herd was opening it, he didn't waste his... Uh, the chances there so that's good so at this point we finished the second scenario i've killed my son demon it's time for etu to retire but but wait there's but more this linked to another scenario and so linking the, the link scenario meant we didn't have to go back to town which meant i didn't have to retire i'm starting to see a pattern by the way of like dragging out these retirement like oh it's linked to another quest we got to go do that now yeah yeah, but it, it, this felt right. Like the whole thing with Etu was I'm killing demons, oh, yeah. right? My ancestors kill demons. I kill demons. I've killed all these demons. And now this last link scenario is to go kill the prime demon. Yeah. Like what better way to go out than killing a prime demon? Oh, so I was all in. There's, there's a little disappointment towards the end for me, but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and at this point was Etu riding off into the sunset, but... You know. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, we go do this infernal throne number twenty-one, and uh, pretty much all the demons you like here: sun, frost, night, wind, earth, flame, prime. Like that's all of them, aside from it's all of them. But there wasn't that many guys in this whole place. Like the first room had one sun and one frost demon. Yep. Um, and then there are like two doors leading out, one to the north part of the room and one to the south part. Like they're along the eastern wall, but one up north, one south. So like there's two doors out, but there's only two guys in this room. Um, I mean, at this point, we've been killing demons all night. What are two demons going to yeah, do? It was it was a joke. Well, and also we, yeah, we didn't um, mention this, but oh. he was we didn't have to go do this. Right. Like we were given an option. As far as fighting this guy goes, yes, that's true. Oh yeah, it was like go, 
it was like go kill him or go help him. We're like, Psh. I mean, yeah, I mean, we obviously we had to kill him, uh, but the choice was there. I think yeah. we we've optioned to help just about every single thing, except him so yeah. far. Except yeah. at this point, we're like, we, we've got to find out what it's going to be like, and he just sounded like a total jackass yeah, anyway. So I mean, to be fair, it's oh just, yeah, he's like, help me or yeah. die, and we're like, uh, beg to differ. Everyone else was at least kind of you know, reasonable about it. They're like, look, I don't want to fight you, but if you come after me, I'll kill you. Like, and he's yeah, just like, that's, that's a reasonable stance. It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we did an interesting thing here because both these demons were in corners. So three of us surrounded the frost demon and just kind of pinned him into a wall and beat him to death. <laughs> uh, while her, her nerfer started stabbing the sun demon. Then after we destroyed the frost demon, I kind of went over there and helped with that. I, I seem to recall uh, uh, her nerfer saying, I thought we were actually all going after the, the sun demon, yet all three of us <laughs> jumped on the other one. Well, it's kind of yeah. the way the spawn set up and we were on that <laughs> side and he's a loner, sort of. She is a loner. Don't want to assume her gender. And then a and then I think we decided to go through the southern door, but then I think we had to talk some party members about not just going through both doors because that generally is not a good idea. I don't think they were that serious about it. We were just, look, eh. options. I'm here to provide options. I can go through, like, all the doors in one turn if I want to. So eh, There's been one to. mission we needed that. <laughs> and you had the option. But there's been many more mission, missions you got yeah. it, so... <laughs> Well, that's the problem. Is most of your okay, options so, involve you running away and putting on an invisibility uh, it's, cloak. It's heroically <laughs> brave, Sir Robin, running away. Sorry, sorry. Yes, you are running into rooms where you don't know what's in there to put on your invisibility cloak. <laughs> uh, so we go into the southern room. Three demons. It's a big room, and there's only three, four demons. Three of which are normals. Like, what is going on here? This is also where we see uh, the little tiles. Was it A and B in that room? Yep. Yeah, there's there's markers for an A spot and a B spot. We don't know what those are oh, yet. Oh, but Loquacious James. But we're assuming he he knows. He's calling even though he's wrong in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like, so, yeah, I can make obstacles. I'm gonna huck obstacles on these things. Steve at this point is just ingrained with cheesing the system, given his last character. I mean, so. yeah, yeah. That's why the system's there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we, we blocked those off with some rocks. We uh, the two night demons are up front, two frost demons in the back. Um, and then we uh, yeah, so we move in. We take I take care of one of the night demons, and I think while you guys are wrapping up with the other one, I start moving back towards the frost. Yeah, then herd I believe took out the other night demon, and then as we are uh, wrapping up, he just. Books it for the next door. I don't think he opened it though. I think he just stacked up on that it. That is correct. Uh, yeah, that's right. He showed some rare restraint. Or he ran out of movement. I don't know what it was. No, no. He pulled <laughs> the party, and the party was like, "We're a bunch of wusses. Don't run through the door yet." So he, she waited. You know. Well, part of that was a tactical choice because Loquacious James is trying to block down what he assumed at the time were spawn points. And when you have a pocket full of rocks, you don't move super fast. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, we, we should um, make a quick note of that, is I was uh, using the character to try to block spawn points with obstacles. And we have since learned that even within the rules, that's not possible. Yep. 
there are distinctions between getting spawned and getting summoned. Summons have to come in on free hexes. Spawns do not. Like they just find the best spot available, even if their spots blocked. So that is something we'll definitely have to keep an eye out for more yep. in the future. It kind of ended up. Being uh, luckily, the, this one though. Yeah, because the rules were specifically like you can't cheese it this way, and like this is like the third time on a boss fight, Isaac has stopped us from cheesing it the he way we stopped us no, from no, cheesing this it. fight twice. We haven't gotten yeah, to the well, second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's get let's open that door so we can talk about the big cheese that was not. Still mad about it. <laughs> yeah. So there's. Yeah, so, so there's a prime demon in here, right? Um, and th- the interesting thing with the prime demon is he's the prime demon has stats, and then there's an altar next to him that has stats. They, they share the stats. They have the same number of hit points. Yeah, they share the stats. Um, the prime demon attacks, and obviously the altar cannot, but you can't hurt the prime demon. You have to hurt the And that's altar. when I jump in, and I'm like, wait a minute. That altar's an obstacle. I have this card that just straight up destroys obstacles. Let's do yep. this. Uh, but no. And then yeah, you did. And you, well, you also went online, I believe, um, and, and confirmed. Yep. Hey, anything I can do to rules the lawyer, man. Yeah. Uh, well, it just seemed like we, if we're going to cheese I it, agree. let's cheese it right, you know? And it did specifically say um, that obstacles with hit points cannot be destroyed. Which, so, at least in, in the in rule book, manner. it said that. I believe I believe it was in the rule book. Yeah, it was either that or quoted out of the FAQ. Okay. One but of I, in either case, I was very sad. Yeah, I think there's something online but that you found too that was specific to this mission. Yeah. And uh, in his character, there was an exact thread that was all about this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep, there sure was. Uh, it would have been um, beautiful though. But that's okay because we have other ways to cheese this. Yeah. Because the, the the altar teleports around to those little letters that we saw on the other page. Well, we've got those blocked by rocks. Oh, but wait, there's a caveat in the rules. If it can't teleport to the spot it's trying to get to, it just goes to the next empty spot. Or no, no, it pushes the it pushes the blocking thing out of yeah, the way and goes yep. to that spot anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, crap. We actually have to like complete we have to play the numbers. damn game. Stupid. <laughs> Didn't end up being that bad. So the th- the thought is it kind of the altar kind of jumps around and you're yep. chasing it around trying to kill it, and then as you're doing that, it's going through new rooms and that's opening doors and revealing more demons that you're trying to, have me, to deal with while also trying to kill the altar while also trying to kill the the deal with the prime demon and keep you. Let me paint a visual you. picture for everyone. Okay, so kind of picture a circle with just a little stick on the bottom. We came in through the stick and the rest of the map is a circle with the prime demon being at the most most northern point of that circle. And then and these the- teleport runes go all the way around that circle. We've only cleared out the eastern part like of the circle. Of right. Yep. And so we know that if it manages to teleport to the third one, it's going to be in the half we haven't cleared yet. So we are on a clock, right? We want to try yeah, to get it. The the other part of this is uh, every time it, spa- or it uh, teleports, it also spawns an enemy. Yep. I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we didn't want to have to deal with the other room's enemies plus the enemies it was summoning. But there's very little we could do about it because it kind of just teleported right. on a special yep. draw. So it's just trying to kill it quick. And, eh, I mean, we did a decent job this there. might be um, a party think- first, by the way, because I think it was Etu who suggested we split up. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. I did suggest we split up because um, the thought there was being if I stay in the room with yep. the prime demon, I can't hurt the prime demon, 
but he's going to like I have all my hit points. I think I had some shield up. Oh, I did. I, I used one of my cards to have a permanent shield. I have all my hit points. Oh, I'm not judging it. I'm just saying it's, it, I it happened. Just, <laughs> yeah, and, and so the the thought was me tanking him away from the group so the rest of the group didn't have to yeah. worry about him and could just focus on damaging the altars. And I mean, we had the the trade off there was that we didn't get your like your hits in on the altar, but I think we we right. able we were able to make it work. Yeah. Yeah, the only issue, since it had already moved back into this room, was the fact it was littered with rocks that we had to move around. <laughs> I mean, we still got yeah. through it real quick. Loquacious I'm not saying they weren't helpful. Not psychic. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying they weren't helpful, but it, it was a little yeah. difficult. <laughs> yeah. Now, so it moved to a first spot, which it, it was. we knew it was going to do. Y'all dealt a good bit of damage to it, but then it moved to a second spot, and then... Because of the rocks and the earth demon that it summoned, it kind of slowed things down. And we were real concerned it was going to move again because moving again was going to put it into a whole nother room yep. we hadn't opened. And at that point, it, if it moved too quickly, y'all right. were going to have to chase. So I decided I would start looping around the other way, slow enough to keep pulling, keep aggroing the prime demon to me. But I'd start looping around the other direction so that way if it did get away from y'all, you I got lucky as hell opening it. that door too. I did. I was like, ah, we'll, we'll see what, like... There's nothing in there but a treasure chest. I was like, well, we haven't seen a ton of bad guys. Yeah, it was just nothing but a treasure chest in that room, which I did get, and it was a worthless If it had item, been three bears, right. that would have been trouble for you, as I recall. <laughs> Some people can't pull their weight um, with bears. That's okay. I could have survived long <laughs> enough. I just wouldn't have killed any of them. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so I, I believe we destroyed the altar before it made the third jump, and so it was kind of all oh, yeah. a moot point. We never got to that last room with the, the crap right. in it, so yep. I call that a success. Nope. Um, and it was, I mean, it was and then the my last demon. attack of the last, yeah. you know, bit of initiative before it was going to hop. So we got it, but, I mean, just barely. If, if yeah. any of us had drawn bad, uh, that would not have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. We we kill the prime demon in his place of power, and we go home. And we have just spent all night slaying nothing but demons, pretty much. Oh, and I guess uh, Herd had a cultist or two as well. So much closer to his oh, yeah. retirement. Ooh, sick burn. <laughs> and uh, and um, but Etu does retire now. He rides off into the sunset with 669 experience points, guys. That's, that's how long how, how I was playing How much gold him did for. you have again after you sold everything? Oh, man. I think it was 377 Ooh. between like what I had. And you had so yeah, many was, items. I, which yeah. let me upgrade. I upgraded five cards. You're going to be doing that um, in your re- retirement special? Right for talking about the cards you upgraded? Yeah, we'll go through some of that. Um, and then I unlocked the Triforce class, which I will be playing, but we will not dive into that until next week. It's for yeah, spoilers. Yeah. It's so. Zelda. I did. <laughs> uh, copyright infringement, but it's in a it's in a, a sealed box. It's right. and no, it's upside down, so it's okay. <laughs> totally different symbol. Uh, did anybody else level up during not this, this race? Yeah, three no. session run. I I don't think so. Yeah, which is a little surprising, but uh, I mean, it got yeah, me that's... it got me a few experience points away from leveling. So the next session, I bang out two levels back to back. So okay, I got you. 
Um, so yeah, that wraps up uh, this session and uh, the Brute's journey. The last the final member of the original party is now gone. That also means Loquacious is our tank? Yeah, we move into a whole new, like... That's a new party makeup. Yeah. It's it's a whole new experience. Like, next session is... It takes a little, <laughs> it, little time to, to get our feet wet. Like, we got to figure some stuff oh, out. Oh, I love the next session. If I'm, if I'm not right, <laughs> but, if I'm not wrong, I think uh, I actually... The, the healer was a tank for, like, at least a round or two, which was probably the worst idea we could have ever come up with, but that's next session. Oh, it's... Yep. Uh, you know, uh, I kind of wonder, yeah. like, is this kind of like a, a ship of C- Theseus-type deal? Like, with our last original party member going, are we still the party poopers? Ooh, I don't know. Man, it's, it's deep. Yeah. I guess we'll have to it's find deep. that next week. That's right. Um, yeah, please do join us next week. Next week is going to be really, really interesting as the party has to find a whole new identity, frankly, because we don't have our traditional tank for the first time in forever. And we kind of take tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Mm. Uh, but yeah, until then, uh, enjoy your week and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. And as always, catch us at GPUB Radio on Twitter. We are at misadventurespodcast.com and our sister podcast is at gamerpublicradio.com. You've been listening to Misadventures, a Gloomhaven podcast brought to you by Gamer Public Radio. Please join us every Friday for new episodes at misadventurespodcast.com or find us on your podcast application of choice. Music for this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. For more of Kevin's work, please check out incompetech.com. See you next time.